How about Special K? The cereal. Yeah, I got a couple of those DMs too, Hawk. Let me give you the stock market report. Start out the 4 o'clock hour here. It's sponsored by Miami Lakes Auto Mall. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. Dow Jones up 141 points. S&P 500 up 11.5 points. And the NASDAQ up 11 points. So we'll take the green on Wall Street when we uh, see it, when we can. This Sunday, 6.30, big game. Join our sister station, Power 96, big game watch party at the brand new Pier 5 at Bayside. Enjoy the game with ice cold beer specials. Enter to win a golf foursome to Miami-Dade Park's Crandon Golf on Key Biscayne. And uh, again, you'll enjoy the big game with our sister station, Power 96, this Sunday at the new Pier 5 at Bayside. Give you a little cat talk, too. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Hockey night in South Florida tonight. Panthers and Flyers drop the puck 7 p.m. at the Amaranth Bank Arena. You can hear the game on 790 a.m., Then you'll have the Washington Capitals in town Thursday and the Colorado Avalanche in town on Saturday. And then the Panthers will hit the road for a three-game road trip, take them to Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and Tampa. Anthony Stolarz in net tonight for the Cats. Let's get headlines. Start out the 4 o'clock hour with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. You got the Panthers and the Heat both in action tonight. Always on the same night. Stupid. Uh, Panthers at 7, as Hawk just mentioned. Heat will be at 7.30. They host the Magic. I'll get you you started 6.15 with preheat on WQAM. Panthers will be on uh, AM 790 tonight. I do get annoyed when they play on the same night when you have, you know, these nights like last night. And I had the Hurricanes game on last night. But then I think if they did play on alternating nights all the time, then I wouldn't be able to catch up. Like I watched episode five of Griselda last night. I watched the final episode of that Run DMC documentary on Peacock last night. Yeah. Like you get a chance to catch up on some of the stuff that you want to watch. So yeah, maybe it is a blessing. But the Panthers games are over kind of early. Like they start at seven. They're- right. So the puck drops at seven, should be over by 9 30. Way earlier than that, man. Like 9.15-ish, probably. I don't know if that's way earlier. Oh, that's way 15 earlier. minutes. Yeah, like 9, 9.10, 9.15, way earlier. <laughs> I don't think it'll be over at 9.10. But go ahead, anyway. Heat games start at 7.30. They're normally done around 10, 10.15 as well. That's, that's a little bit later. All right. The Dolphins are not going to play in the NFL's inaugural game in Sao Paulo, Brazil. We found out the Eagles will play in that game. It's going to be a Friday night opening kickoff weekend game. It'll be cool. So now that you're going to have a Thursday night game and a Friday night game to kick off the NFL season. I'm with it, man. I wonder if they'll put one on Saturday as well. Will there be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then all the rest of the games on Sunday? Doesn't the NFL try to stay away from uh, conflicting with college football, especially during college football season? 
Yeah, in fact, I, I believe uh, there's a law that prevents them from having Saturday professional football. I think I read that last year. Huh. I want football every day, man. NF- give me NFL football. Give me a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday game every single week throughout the season. Hey, did you see your girlfriend's favorite band, Red Hot Chili Peppers, coming to the uh, Hard Rock Live? Ah, the peps. Can't wait. That means I'm going mm. to have to buy tickets again. What what's like the the number of times you can see a band before you just say all right we've seen them enough right we, so we've seen I, them I way feel too that many way times. about Manilow but uh-huh. I go to see him as a goof now <laughs> like now like I don't I don't really like now I go to see him as a goof mm-hmm. Earth Wind and Fire I mean I've probably seen them five times I don't know if, like like to pay for tickets how many times have you seen uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers like three times already. All within the last six years while I've been dating my girlfriend. So, I mean, I'm down, you know, I'm down, but really? We're going to go watch them again? And then now, you know, they have the new album. So, they didn't even play some of their best songs last time, which really pissed me off. I gotta Really? S- yeah, I got to sit through some songs that nobody cares about. Just play your hits, brother. You know right. what I mean? Flea, whatever the hell his name is. Just play your hits. There are no NFL games on Saturdays. Why? From USA Today. It is actually illegal for the NFL to have games on both Fridays and Saturdays during a given week due to the Sports Broadcasting Act of 1961. Hmm. The act states that the NFL may not broadcast. Pop-up ad from USA Today. The act states that the NFL may not broadcast a game within 75 miles of a high school football or college football game taking place at the same time. Since the entire country is pretty much within 75 miles of a high school or college, this essentially prevents the NFL from broadcasting on Fridays or Saturdays from the second Friday of September to the second Saturday of December. Obviously, they have found a loophole, though. Play the game in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and you're not within 75 miles of a high school or college. Crazy. NFL, man, they'll figure out a way to get their money. Goodell hey, will figure out watching. his way to cut a check. I'll be watching. <laughs> um, So Super Bowl on Sunday. Do you see this story, Hawk? I've been trying to get to it now. Um, The 49ers yesterday, there was a report weighing their options after finding the playing surface of their practice facility at UNLV much softer than they expected. So – they had um, a pair of artificial surface fields last week were overlaid with natural grass at UNLV. But when the Niners got there, they deemed the fields um, unsuitable to continue practicing. So they had their walkthrough. But Goodell was like, hey, 23 experts and the NFL Players Association visited the fields. Quote, all of them think it's a very playable surface. I think the Niners came out today and said it's a non-story. Yeah. That it's fine. But that that has the potential of being something that's talked nah, about a ton at the Super Bowl. Yeah, we couldn't practice right. And, and if the Niners get blown out. I don't want to hear it. Just remember. Just remember I told I you. That, that has a potential of uh, of being rekindled at some point if this game Not doesn't go their way. Nope. All right. Uh, a couple all-star skills competitions or the all-star game competitions. We know uh, who's going to take place in them. 
So the All-Star Skills Competition, right now, the only player that signed up. Do you know who? Mm. I saw Wemby was yeah. uh, down for something. Is it Wemby? Yeah, it's Wemby. Victor Wembanyama will play in that. He's obviously going to cool. be in Good the, for him. the rookie for him. sophomore game also. Three-point shooting contest. Damian Lillard is going to try to win it in back-to-back years. Bum. Tyrese Halliburton, Donovan Mitchell, Malik Beasley from the Bucks, Jalen Brunson, and Lori Markinen from the Jazz. About uh, Tyler, Tyler Hero? No, no Tyler. Harry Rozier? No, no Terry. 15 Minutes of Heat, by the way, sponsored by Kendall Dodd Chrysler Jeep Ram. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. I saw Anthony Chang from the Miami Herald tweet out, Terry Rozier has shot 16 of 63 mm-hmm. on jumpers in his first seven games for the Heat. That's 25.4%, by the way. The shots will eventually fall, but Rozier has been hard on himself. Rozier, quote, I can't hit a jump shot. <laughs> it's been bad, man. I mean, he's got to score. Like, it's, it's he's here bad. to score. What happened? He had one game. He had 21 points. And then when the Heat beat the Wizards the other night, he had 11 free throws, which you love, right? Like, you love somebody other than Jimmy getting to the line. Trying to create, get to the line. Guy can't hit a jumper, Hawk. He can't hit a jumper right now. He just can't. It's insane. Him and Bam. Bam has been miserable from mid-range in the month of January, now into February. I don't know what happened. Dude wasn't missing fadeaway or turnaround jumpers with 10 people in his face. Bernie could have been out there with a hand in his face, and Bam was going to knock it down through the first two and a half months of the season. Since January, can't hit a mid-range jumper wide open. By the way, Bernie, no defense. I don't know if you saw him with Conor McGregor. (laughs) That guy doesn't put up any kind of fight. <laughs> you want to guess the over-under on Terry Rozier tonight? 16 and a half. 14 and a half. Hmm. I mean, he's got to break out of it at some point. Although, with everyone playing tonight, is he going to be like... I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what to, to make. Bet. If you're doing over-unders, the, the Heat... Happens to be a very tough team to bet. Well, also, the opponent tonight, the Magic, have one of the best defenses in the NBA. And, like, teams don't score a lot of points against the Magic. And it just so happens that the Heat don't score a lot of points against anybody. So now you mix the fact that they're playing the Magic. And uh, I think the last time they played the Magic, they got blown out against them. They scored 84, 86 points in that game. You want to know the Heat's team total tonight? 96. 108 and a half. Oh. I mean, they're favorites, right? So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, they're three-point favorites. Yeah. The over-unders for the uh, Heat tonight, if you are interested. Jimmy Butler, 18 and a half. Mm-hmm. Bam Adebayo, 17 and a half. Tyler Hero, he's back, 16 and a half. Terry Rozier, 14 and a half. Jaime Jaquez Jr., 9 and a half. Haywood Highsmith, three and a half. Bet the Haywood over. What happened to your uh, double H? Yeah, man. H has been rough, too. He's been rough. And he starts. Remember we were talking about the Luke Babbitt role for Niko Jovic? That's H right now. Like, he starts, 
and then we'll see you again at the start of the third quarter. He'll play the first six and a half minutes. Hey, we'll see you again next game. That's been it for By H. the way, it was Ira Winderman who suggested that Nikola Jovic was playing the Luke Babbitt role. Right. And it was a funny headline. I got to give you props and Ira props because yesterday on the show, Crowder and I torched you mm -hmm. for saying Tyler Hero is a face of the franchise. And and all right, you did. You guys did torch me. But what Crowder was saying was that I'm emotional and I love Tyler Hero and that that's why I think he's one of the best players on the team. And my point wasn't that I think Tyler Hero is one of the best players on the team. It's the way that the Heat market him. That's what makes him and talk about him. That's what make him, makes him one of the faces of the franchise. Not his play on the court, but what the Miami Heat organization is doing to elevate Tyler Hero within their organization. Which is a little bit strange. The whole You can read the, the Ira column at sunsentinel.com or on the Sun Sentinel app. But he does an entire column about Tyler Hero and the trade deadline approaching on Thursday and Tyler Hero's name always being part of trade speculation and him having to get used to that. But at the end of the column, Ira comes flying off the top rope in your defense. Mm -hmm. The second to last paragraph starts with, based on his style and flair, Hero already stands as a face of the franchise. I mean, used your exact terminology. Yep. So. I mean, anybody who's paying attention. Here's what's happening right now, Hawk. People are frustrated with Tyler Hero. They're sick of him. They want him traded. And they think he's overpaid. Um, and, I mean, that happens throughout the course of a player's career. And, yes, he is included in trade fodder all the time. But. To say that he's the face, one of the faces of the franchise, I mean, just look at the Heat social media. Not a lot of Bam there, even though Bam's probably your best player right now, alongside Jimmy Butler. It's a lot of Tyler. Well, they have been marketed as their big three, right? right? I mean, their big three yeah. is Jimmy, Bam, Tyler. Right. And that's that's who they're always referencing. That's who they're talking about. All right, just take the dub. I'm giving you the dub. Take the dub. I I I knew you don't I have had to the dub yesterday. You relitigate it. I'm I'm taking. I'm giving you the dub. I knew take I had it. the dub yesterday. I knew I had it. No, you backed off it. Oh, I and didn't back off all, it at all. Then you got all ballsy again when I texted you that this morning. Then all of a sudden you start firing off your take again. I didn't back off of it at all. Totally I thought it was ridiculous it. what Crowder was saying. I'm emotional about Tyler Hero. Get out of here with that. Well, nonsense. you were suggesting that you'd rather have Tyler Hero than DeMar DeRozan. I would. For this team, I would. I'd rather have the guy okay, that can well, be a catch and shoot uh, three-pointer. That's a done deal before Thursday at three. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see you play this sound again. Oh, you say you'd rather have. I'll have every stat about DeMar DeRozan playing off the ball that uh, that that exists. But I still would rather have Tyler Hero over the DeMar, over Ira texts me, by the way, most of my heat insight comes from Solana podcasts. Want you on the tennis court, Ira. Stop ducking me. Guy already proved his point with you on the tennis court. He ran you all over. Ah, that was five years ago. Come on. You're in worse shape now five years later than you were then. Yeah, but, Hawk, my backhand has improved. I need another shot at Ira. I need one more shot at him. This, this... Ira's son, uh, Jake, will be in the suite with me tonight at the hmm. Panthers game. Wintermans are uh, great people. Ira great is... Great people. 
Ira Great and his wife people. and his son as well. Great people. Yeah. Ira, you got any info? You always text it to me before he tweeted out, by the way. By I the- mean, he was like your tag team partner crazy. yesterday. Yeah. You were getting beat up by me and Crowder. Uh-huh. I don't think I was getting beat up, there. by the way. I don't he think I was getting laid in up. wait and published it this morning. Tyler Hero, already a face of the franchise, off the top rope. He took out me and Crowder in one sentence. And it's upsetting. I say it. You guys crush me for it. Ira says it. Oh, it's it's fact. Oh, it's true. And listen, we keep calling uh, Niko Jovic the new Luke Babbitt. <laughs> Ira puts it in print. I adopt it as gospel. Nico can't even get on the floor right now. See him in the yeah, neither can Luke Babbitt. <laughs> um, another piece of NBA news, Hawk. Trey Young and Scotty Barnes have been named the East All-Star injury replacements for Joel Embiid and Julius Randle. So no Jimmy Butler, it appears, All right. at the All-Star game again. Maybe we'll get a Goron situation. Well, no, I mean, th- this would have been the Goron situation. No, but they, it, Goron was like nine injuries in. People kept getting <laughs> injured. It wasn't the first two. So one more injury. And then, I, and then I, I don't even think one in. more. I think like several more. You don't think Jimmy Butler was contacted, though, by the NBA? Like, hey, listen, we want and, you as an injury choice? an injury replacement. And Jimmy's like, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to be an injury replacement. I don't think he wants to be in it regardless, but I right. don't think they would call him to ask him. I don't want to be an injury replacement. And I don't, I don't want to be in Indiana anyways. I, Jimmy's going to go to Colombia or Venezuela or something. So they're like, all right, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll pick Scotty Barnes, I guess. We'll settle with Scotty Barnes. Trey Young deserved to be there originally. He does. And he got the LeBron seal of approval as well. So mm. that always helps. All right, Hawk, your, uh, your weather from the DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE. YourAccidentAttorneys.com, free consultations 24-7. Again, 866-954-MORE. Partly cloudy. It was very cold today. Right now in the mid to low 70s tonight. That's where the lows will be. That is your weather. Interesting way to punctuate that. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. I'll tell you where I'd go. Too hot to nail. Hawk and Crowder. You want to do a quick... Twin Peaks talk about a Tuesday, Solana? It is Tuesday, Hawk. We were at Twin Peaks yesterday, but yeah. uh, just for bleeps and giggles, Tuesday of Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're having the time of our lives. All right, let's do it. Play a quick little round. On Tuesdays, Hawk and Crowder talk about it. If you could only eat at three restaurants for the next five years, what restaurants are you choosing? Talk about it. Good question. How often are you changing your toothbrush? You do say so yourself. Iced tea or iced tea? Talk Talk about about it. it. Let's talk about it. Courtesy of our friends at Twin Peaks South Florida. What, just saw on the uh, show sheet, it's your mom's birthday today? It is. Happy birthday, Deborah Solana. I'm going to buy her a chocolate cake. I hope you do. <laughs> hope it comes with instructions. Family's going to Bonefish tonight. Hmm. I'm a fan, but as you guys are better restaurant goers uh-huh. than that, that seems like an odd choice yeah. for the Solana family for uh, uh-huh. for a birthday meal. Here's my guess: 
my dad's got a gift card to Bonefish Grill. Ah. That's that's my guess. Do you have to use it on on, on your mom's birthday mm-hmm. night? Like, can't you save that for just like a random Tuesday or something? I'm with you. I mean, I lucked out. I have the heat game tonight, so I'm I, I won't be there. Right, I won't be there. And I get the chicken marsala at Bonefish. I'm good. All right, give me a little uh, Twin Peaks talk about it Tuesday. All right, Hawk, I want to get to Super Bowl foods quickly. But before I get there, I found this question on Reddit that might be one of the most bizarre questions, but also one of the more difficult questions that I've ever presented on Talk About It Tuesday. So here we go. If a coin flip offered $1 billion or... Incurable hiccups for the rest of your life. Wow. And here's the caveat. Not flipping would guarantee you both. So you've got a 50-50 chance at $1 billion. Wow. Or incurable hiccups or not flipping and you get both guaranteed. So you can end up with incurable hiccups and no money. Correct. Or... $1 $1 billion and no incurable hiccups, or just don't flip, and it's guaranteed both. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk, Talk about it. it. I am sweating over this question as if it's an actual... Can can you write that down? I'm going to answer it, but can you write that down? I want Rob Pizzola is not going to join us tomorrow, but he's going to join us on Thursday. Uh-huh. We'll do a whole bunch of Super Bowl props with him. But I want to present that question to him. Right. Because he's got a mathematical mind. I don't know if there's an edge. But, obviously, you want the billion dollars. Uh-huh. You have a 50-50 chance. But you also have a 50-50 chance of no money and lifelong incurable hiccups. Correct. So do you just take them both? It's a great question. It's fascinating. If I was presented with that for real, I, I'm guaranteeing you I would lose sleep for weeks trying to come up with my answer. And for the people that say, I'll take the billion dollars, find a doctor, and cure the hiccups. Right, you can't do you that. Can, you can't do that. All right? You can't do that. So Hiccups have been around forever, by the way. There's been plenty of money, I'm, I'm sure, spent on, you know, and it, listen, it's 2024, and the best we've come up with is boo. So it, it, you're not curing hiccups. No one knows how to cure them. Really? Because in my family, it's the spoon. What do you do with the spoon? <laughs> you you have to, like, drink water from a spoon or something like that. That's how you cure hiccups. Gary Sarner is texting me. He has a guaranteed hiccup cure. No, you don't. You can't. You can't because no one, no, it, like hiccups exist. We all get a case of the hiccups every now and then. And that would be brutal for the rest of your life. It's a good question, right? I told you. Wow. That is a good question, man. I, I man, I am really stumped at this one because, I mean, you, there's a legit scenario where you end up with incurable hiccups and no money. And no money. So do you just say, I'll guarantee myself the billion, but I'll take the incurable hiccups? It just... Is a coin flip 
Sure. What like it? It's proven. It's a hundred percent fifty-fifty. Well, yeah. What I yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean that, mathematically, like, mathematically, the odds are if you're going to flip a coin, fifty times going to end up heads, fifty times going to end up tails. Now, that's probabilities based on just randomness. Mm-hmm. Could it be one hundred heads, zero tails? It could. Hmm. Gary Sarner says the spoon works. Told you. I don't believe either of you. Don't ask me where it goes. Just know the spoon works. Doesn't work. Like I mean, it's it's absurd. Sarner and, and the Solana family. It's always a big you fan. Want, you have of a Gary. magic spoon. You have a magic spoon. Huh? Always a big fan. Nobody's of been Sarner. able to figure out a cure for hiccups. You have a magic spoon. I mean, what are we even doing here? Trevor right. Lawrence on uh, Radio Row here. How's his hair? On behalf of P&G Battle of the Paddles. <laughs> what? I'm guessing it's a pickleball a tournament. Pickleball tourney. Yeah. Battle of the Paddles. Well, um, I, I don't know what I would do in that scenario. I think I might flip the coin. I wouldn't. I'm taking the Billy, and I'll live with hiccups, even though that sounds miserable. It it's really does. Miserable. There's people, right, who have lived their entire life with incurable mm-hmm. hiccups. Yep. Yeah. And guess what? They hate their lives. Right. Yeah. So you're going to guarantee that for yourself. Mm-hmm. But I have a billion dollars. I I bet you every single person with incurable hiccups that has lived on this earth would have felt a lot better and hated their life a lot less if they had a but billion. But you're going from you're going from literally not like don't you think every day you would say to yourself, man, I could have had this billion dollars and not been suffering from hiccups. Right, but I could have had... You wouldn't know. Without and after a billion a while, I think dollars. It would play, after a while, I think it would play a trick on your head. Like, I didn't need to do this. I could have won the billy. Unless I didn't, and it landed on the wrong side, and now I have this without the billy. It would be the end of our careers. Not me. I think I think I can make it work on this show <laughs> with hiccups. All right. Sarner is adamant that the spoon works. No chance. Sorry, Sarner. I got to call it like I see it. There's no chance. La cuchara, bro. I'm telling you. All right, Hawk. Here we go. Super Bowl parties. Best part about Sunday. In my opinion, you don't like Super Bowl parties. I do. Um, best part of the party is the food. So I found a list of the four most popular Super Bowl party foods, and then I found a list of the top 25 Super Bowl party foods. I'm just going to list – I'm going to play the drop here, playing it as many times as the amount of food choices I'm giving you is ridiculous. I'm going to play it once here, and then I'm going to make you choose between two items that go head-to-head. The one you choose is at your party. The one you choose is out. Of your party. All right, you ready? Okay. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk Talk about it. it. Chicken wings versus pizza. One's got to go. Oh, the wings go. What? Yeah, the wings go. First of all, I love pizza. That's probably my favorite food item. And I'm watching a game. I I don't like to worry about the bones. 
<laughs> but I don't understand this idea of worrying about the bones. Like, you're at a football watch party. What do you do? You just throw them on your floor? No, you put them on the plate. You right, grab- you got to worry about them. <laughs> what are you worrying about? You're worrying about where the bones go. You just put them on your plate, though, Hawk. I don't understand. Like, what are you worrying about? You grab five chicken wings, well, you what? put when them I'm on your plate? I'm done with this pizza, I don't have to put anything on my plate. Unless you're one of those weirdos that doesn't eat the crust. Yeah, don't even get me started. Oh, my God. I don't understand these people, man. I mean, the crust is the best part of the pizza, and you're not eating don't the crust. Don't even get me started. Pigs in a blanket versus meatballs. Pigs in a blanket versus meatballs, Hawk. Pigs in a blanket. I, I'm not. I don't understand the little uh, pocket-sized meatballs that they do at parties. I, I'm not a big fan. Give me a big uh, plate of spaghetti and meatballs. I'm all in. Give me a big giant meatball moderano. I'm in. The, the little tiny meatballs. Uh-huh. Like, eh, I could do without that. Okay. You happen to be wrong. Pigs in a blanket, wildly overrated. Meatballs are on the Mount Rushmore of appetizers. Give me meatballs all day. You don't even see meatballs on an appetizer menu anywhere. Meatballs on the Mount Rushmore of appetizers. Jimmy, pigs in a blanket or meatballs? I am going to take away pigs in a blanket. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Bad choice. Hey, you got to eat it. You got to have a toothpick. Now I'm, now, now I'm, I'm, I'm poking a, a big ball of meat with a toothpick. I, I don't need this. Now you got to worry about the toothpick? Now I got to do something with the toothpick. How about this? The veggie platter versus the tray of deviled eggs. One's got to go. Well, I don't eat deviled eggs. So you can, you can, uh, the, the deviled eggs can kick rocks like Vic Fangio. But I don't go near the veggie platter. It's the worst. Well, I do go near it. I bring my chips there to dip it in the French onion dip <laughs> because it's always in the middle of the veggie platter. Uh-huh. My wife always pretends, you know, when we have people, oh, uh, I'll make a veggie platter. I go, no one wants it. Exercise and futility. The most useless part of any party, the veggie platter. It's all for show. Nobody cares. You got the little carrots, the celery, and then there's always Then they do like a cauliflower. They do like a cauliflower. Like, what am I going to do with this cauliflower? What What am I doing here? Throw it away. You want me to juggle these? <laughs> Chili versus seven-layer dip. Seven-layer dip, not even a question. Chili's not a good party item, and I happen to love chili, but not. I, I'm sitting here now with a, what, what am I, uh, Oliver at the orphanage? I got my bowl with my porridge. I'm just spooning it into my mouth. No, give me the seven-layer dip. That's the right choice there, Hawk. That is the right choice. All right, chips and salsa versus chips and guacamole. Ooh, that's a good one. I uh, I would get rid of the chips and salsa. You give me the guac on that one. You know I love avocado. I'm the Dave Portnoy of avocado toast. Mm-hmm. Any kind of derivative of an avocado, I'm in. Nachos versus the charcuterie board. So the nachos, is it a liquidy, watery cheese? Like, how are they prepared? I don't know if it's liquidy or watery, but it's it's definitely melted on top of the nachos properly. This is in a party setting, though? Party setting. Nachos prepared. Everybody gets their game's about to start. 
nachos come out of the oven, cheese has been melted all on top. Charcuterie. Charcuterie board. Good call. Because too many people grabbing at the nachos, and you know, you can't even pull it apart, right? So now you got to use your second hand and kind of chop it with your pinky. Charcuterie board, at least it's like single servings. Let me get a cracker. Let me get a cheese. Potato skins or jalapeno poppers? Well, no one's going to put those at a Super Bowl party, but I would go potato skins, I believe, on that one. I would get rid of the jalapeno poppers. It's the most overrated cutesy item, the jalapeno poppers. I don't even think they make them anymore. Oh, they did. Like for a minute, they were so popular. You'd be hard-pressed to find a jalapeno popper nowadays. And finally, Hawk, homemade Chex Mix or just Chex Mix or just your regular potato chip. So not tortilla chips, not dipping chips, just potato chips, potato chips All day, or Chex every Mix. Day. Potato chips. You go to a watch party, you better have a, a bowl of standard Lay's potato chips. Uh, you don't have to get all cutesy with the checks mix. Maybe I don't want a pretzel. Maybe I don't want the 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 little checks thing. Like uh, too much. Yeah, put out some potato chips. This is America. Checks mix sucks. Checks mix. I love checks mix. So I have bad. it in the. Uh, they do I have it in the pantry right now. I don't understand checks, but just get trail mix. So much better. The hell? Oh, what are you talking about? Or just pretzels. Just get pretzels. The cheddar Chex Mix. That is fire. There you go. We just put together a pretty good Super Bowl spread. That was really good. I am, I am like, tortured by that Reddit question. That is an unbelievable question. We have to ask that of Rob Pizzola. Yeah, I'll write it down. I'll ask, uh, I'll ask the Heat players next media day, too. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Because anyone who gives you a quick answer on that one is lying. Yeah. Like, the stakes on that one are just unbelievable. I read it uh, scrolling through Reddit. It's funny. Um, and I'm like, man. Hence the name. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. This is so damn hard. I couldn't figure it out. I thought about it. Happened to be, uh, you know, you will, sitting you on will the toilet. You will regret your decision. Whatever it is, you'll regret your decision unless you just win the billion dollars. Correct. Correct. You will regret that decision, even if you have a billion dollars, but you have hiccups the rest of your life. You will regret that decision the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a good question. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. We got Venus. Venus Williams here. Venus, what's up? Hawk and Crowder.